Ladies and gentlemen, we have to give you a warning today. We are going to be talking about a rather gruesome subject from the late 19th century. This topic includes body maiming and rather horrific scenes of death. But we will not be showing you actual photos or uh, telegraphs of the event as because we do not actually have any photos. <laughs> but we will be talking about it in great detail. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Devil and Angie podcast. I am Devil, as always, joined by Miss Angie. Hello. Hello, indeed. We are here talking just before Halloween about a very, very evil subject that most of you will recognize. But it was originally called the White Chapel Killings. But for all of the rest of you who want to know what it is, it is known as the Jack. The Ripper Killings. <laughs> the story is from 1888, the late 19th century, where there was reportedly 11 killings associated around Jack the Ripper. A lot of controversy is around these 11 killings, as in, did he actually perform all 11 killings? Did he, in fact, perform any of the killings after the first five, or were there more before the first five? However, we will get into that in a second. Angie would like to take away some of the background. Yes, so this is an unidentified murder active in the largely impoverished areas in and around the Whitechapel District of London in 1888, kind of like what Devil said. Other aliases were the Whitechapel murderer and the leather apron. So his victims, do we want to go into their occupation? <laughs> sure. So all of these victims were associated mm -hmm. prostitutes. However, mm -hmm. due to the background reasoning, so in early 1880s, we had a mass influx of immigrants into the Whitechapel district, which caused large amounts of poverty uh, to be flourished around this area. After all, it was rather sad to see all of these immigrants coming in, sharing cotton and uh, standard living zones for pennies on the dollar because they could not simply afford anything. Mm -hmm. So we saw an increase in crime, increase of drug use, and most notably, increase in prostitution. Yeah. So because of this, we get into our story. Mm -hmm. So yes, his victims typically involved were female prostitutes, or as we call ladies of the night. At the time, they said about 1,200 prostitutes were active during this influx and growth that London was seeing. A lot of these female prostitutes uh, lived and worked in the slums of the east end of London, and that's where a lot of the crimes took place by Jack the Ripper. He would cut their throats and mutilate their abdominal areas, ripping out their internal organs, making his murder stand out amongst the other such crimes that happened in the hustling and bustling area. Because of this, some presumed he had some anatomical or surgical Knowledge. Then we get into the, the canonical five. The canonical means by by the standard, meaning there was a standard in these five killings. And that is where the Jack the Ripper really becomes famous. So the five deaths are Marianne Nicholas, Anne Chapman, Elizabeth Stribe, Stride, Catherine Eddowes, and Mary Jane Kelly. We will start with Mary Ann Nicholas. She was discovered about 3.40 a.m. on Friday, 
the 31st of August, 1888, which leads to the presumption that he was killed very late at night, obviously. But the street is now known as Doorward Street in Whitechapel. Nicholas had been last seen alive approximately one hour before the discovery of her body by a Miss Emily Holland, with whom she had previously shared a bed in one of the common house lodgings. So, because even though you're a prostitute, you actually... You can barely afford anything there. Housing was extremely expensive, especially for immigrants. What had happened to Marianne, her throat had been severed by two very deep cuts. Took a lot of force, almost severed her head from her her body, how deep these cuts were. Completely severed everything down to the vertebra. Like if he had gone through the vertebra, it would have been a decapitation. Her uh, vaginal area had been stabbed twice, and the lower part of her abdomen had been ripped open by a very deep and jagged wound, causing much of her bowels to actually protrude out of her. Uh, Several more incisions were inflicted on both sides of her abdomen that also caused by the same knife. Each of these wounds had been inflicted in a downward thrusting manner, as in she was probably already laying down before he did this, so meaning that he wanted to do more damage after she was obviously already, which speaks to a very manic and deeply disturbing human being. We move on one week later, Saturday the 8th of September. The body of Annie Chapman was discovered approximately 6 a.m. near the steps of her doorway of the backyard of the 29 Humbury Street Spitzfields. As in the case of Marianne Nicholas, the throat had been severed by two very deep cuts, speaking to his very start of his his joy, as you would like to say. And her abdomen had also been entirely ripped open this time, with a section of the flesh of her stomach being placed upon her left shoulder, so he's physically taking out organs and placing around her. Another section of the skin and flesh, plus her small intestines, being removed and placed above her right shoulder. Chapman's autopsy shows that reveals that her uterus and sections of her bladder and back area had been removed which is where they started believing that this was a surgeon or some butcher type Mm -hmm. really sadistic someone that had anatomical or surgical knowledge the fact that they're doing all this and this is where they started looking into surgeons butchers meat connoisseurs types of people in the inquest of miss chapman's murder elizabeth long described having seen chapman standing outside of the very place that she was found about 5 30 a.m basically 30 minutes before, in the company of a dark-haired man wearing a brown deer-stalker hat, dark overcoat, and of a shabby, genteel appearance. Mm. Basically, a very dark character is consorting with a prostitute, which isn't out of line until you discover that prostitute dead later. According to this eyewitness, a man had asked Chapman the question, Will you? Which Chapman replied, Yes. Very disturbing. So obviously, he knew exactly what Miss Chapman did. And he was targeting, very specifically, a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Miss Elizabeth Stride and Catherine Eddowes were both killed early in the early morning hours of Sunday, the 30th of September, 1888. Stride's body was discovered at approximately 1 a.m. in the Dutchfield Yard off Better Street, now known as Incris Street in Whitechapel. The cause of death was a single clear-cut incision measuring six inches across her neck, severed her left carotid artery and her trachea before terminating just beneath her right jaw. However, due to this abrupt stop, it appears that Jack the Ripper had been interrupted, or he had seen someone coming, so he could not complete his actions. He left the body where it was, and obviously not sated by that fact. He went to Miss 
Catherine Eddowes to finish more of his sadistic ways. Several witnesses later informed the police that they had seen Stride in a company of a man in or close to Better Street on the evening of the 29th of September. Basically, right before it turned to the 30th of September. But each gave a different uh, description. Some had their current companion as a fair, other dark. Some said that he was shabby. Some said that he was well-dressed. There's a whole issue with witnesses having thousands of different ideas of what they think the character actually looks like, not what actually happened. Mm-hmm. And in many cases, when police get eyewitness testimony, they take it with a huge grain of salt for this exact reason. To Miss Edo's body, which was found in Merritt Square in in the city of London, three quarters of an hour after the discovery of the body of Miss Stride. Her throat had been severed, her abdomen ripped open by a long, deep and jagged wound before her intestines had been placed over her right shoulder. Her left kidney and major part of her uterus had been removed. Her face had been disfigured. He's escalating. He's severing more and more parts of her body. He's destroying her face now. Her nose had been severed, her cheeks slashed, and cuts measuring a quarter of an inch and half of an inch, respectively, vertically incisioned through each of her eyelids. Triangular incisions cut through on her cheeks, pointing towards her eyes. The police surgeon who conducted the postmortem upon Miss Edo's body stated that, in his opinion, that these mutilations would have taken at least five minutes to complete. If it is a surgeon or a well-butchering person, imagine five to ten minutes that this person, he would pick up the hooker, take her somewhere where he doesn't see anybody around, and he would just go at it, basically. very very crude but very surgical type dealing Mm -hmm. the murders of stride and eddowes ultimately became known as the double event quote-unquote and is actually later mentioned in some of the postcards that talk about the extensively mutilated and dismembered body of mary jane kelly was discovered lying in the bed of a single room where she lived at 13 miller court off dosiette street at 10.45 a.m. on November 9th. He had taken a full month between his murders, which leads to you asking the question why. But we will ask why later. So, her face had been hacked beyond all recognition, with her throat severed down to the spine, her abdomen almost emptied of all of its organs, her uterus, kidneys, one breast had been placed beneath her head, and one viscera from her body had been placed behind her foot. About the bed, sections of her abdomen, thighs upon the bedside table, almost completely separating all of her uh worldly body from her there is a photo on wikipedia but i do not suggest saying it it is rather gruesome you can't even make out the image it's it's very it almost looks like a meat packing plant it's not even apart from the arm and leg i can't even say that would be a human being yeah with this crime each of the conical five murders was a perpetrated at night on or close to a weekend either at the end of the month or a week or so after the mutilations became increasingly severe talking to that increasing action of a of a serial killer you see going from just slashing her throat and slashing her abdomen to completely almost uh, disfiguring her face disfiguring her face taking almost all of the parts off a human being and set placing them around them oh yeah it was just becoming more disturbing more inhumane more disgusting 
More psychopathic. But that's where the escalation stops, however. Yes. Right. So. Hence the canonical five. Right. So many people believe that the killings actually stopped from the original killer here. So going into the Jack the Ripper profiling, the criminal profiling I thought was interesting as written by uh, Mr. Bonds, who was one of the lead investigators. All five murders of the conical murders, no doubt, were committed by the same hand. In the first four, the throats appear to have been cut from left to right. In the left case, owing to the extensive mutilation, it is impossible to say in what direction the fatal cut was made. Or in the last one, the... Uh, the face was so mutilated you couldn't even tell which way the cuts were going at that. It was mm-hmm. just it was hamburger meat. Mm-hmm. The uh, all the circumstances surrounding the murders lead me to form the opinion that the women must have been lying down when the murdered when they were murdered, and in every case the throat was first cut. So Thanks. basically, basically he paid them to you know do their business. Then uh, when a guy would start getting down normally, he just takes out a knife and uh, ends their lives. So how about the origination of the j- name Jack the Ripper? Right. So the main origination of the name came from letters. So throughout the murder cases, there was the main media authorities and the authorities themselves actually received hundreds upon hundreds of letters some of which were white noise some of which were trying to help out you know this this is what i saw that night even though they might not even have been there and he had some that were actually claiming to be the killer which in most cases when you get a high profile case you get people claiming to be the murderer because they want their five minutes of glory there were three letters in particular that were of renowned remorse and actually it's from these letters that we got the name jack the ripper in the first place originally jack the ripper the case was called the white chapel killer which isn't you know really roll off the tongue in the very first one which is called dear boss it is dated on the 25th of september and postmarked on the 27th it was received by the central news agency that same day which is a uh which was one of the most prominent newspaper companies the newspaper company held on to it they obviously were reading through a bunch of letters and they sent it on to scotland yard their main the britain's main investigating branch two days later on the 29th initially it was considered a hoax but when miss eddowes was found three days later after the letters postmark with a section of one ear ambiguously cut from her body the promise of the author to clip the lady's bleeping ear off gained attention. Edo's ear appeared to have been nicked by the killer's killer incidentally during this attack and the later and the letter author's threat to send the ears to the police was never carried out. The name Jack the Ripper was first used in the letter by the signatory and gained worldwide notoriety after his publication. Most of the letter that letters that followed copied the letter's tone. Some sources claim that the that another letter dated for the seventeenth of September was the first to use the name Jack the Ripper, but some also say that the archives were tampered with in the twentieth century. Now then going into the second most notoriety letter the Saucy Jackie postcard. This was postcard marked on the 1st of October, only a couple days after the original letter, and was received the same day by the Central News Agency, again the same newspaper. The handwriting was similar to Dear Boss, and mentioned the conical murders committed on the 30th, which the author, author refers to by writing double event. 
It has been argued that the postcard was posted before the murders were publicized, meaning it was unlikely that a crank would have would hold knowledge of the crime unless they were there. However, others say that because it was 24 hours later and the crimes weren't significantly locked down, you could probably go in and get your information and make the postcard the next day. Then lastly, the From Hell letter, which is the most notable for a very good reason, was received by George Lusk, leader of the Whitechapel Vigilance Committee on the 16th of October. I found what it And you just found what it says. The handwriting and style is unlike the Dear Boss letter and the Saucy Jackie postcard. However, the letter came with a small box in which Lusk discovered that half of a human kidney was preserved in spirits of wine, i.e. ethanol. Edo's left kidney had been removed from her killer, by her killer, and the writer claimed that he had fried and ate, missing half of the kidney. And there is disagreement over the kidney, whether some contend that it belonged to Edo's or not, but this was before DNA, long before DNA, so we can never actually determine whether or not this kidney is Miss Edo's. But Miss Angie has found what the From Hell letter says, and it is rather disturbing. So it says, Mr. Lusk, sir... I send you half the kidney I took from one woman, reserved it for you, took the other piece I fried and ate it was very nice. I may send you the bloody knife that took it out if you only wait a while longer. Signed, catch me when you can. Mr. Lusk. Sounds rather reminiscent of a lot of murder shows that are just taunting the police. Catch me if you can. Come at me if you can. Mm -hmm. The Scotland Yard authorities later publicized these, especially the Dear Boss letter, hoping that somebody would recognize the handwriting. However, nobody eventually came to sorties about identifying the handwriting. One of the main notorieties, the reason why Jack the Ripper became so famous, even though it was only, you can argue, five killings or 11 killings, is because at this time, the Elementary Education Act of 1880 had made much of the uh, working class people in England literate, which was very significant. Before that, you would have very illiterate people that wouldn't buy newspapers or understand newspapers. They would have it get read to them by a, uh, a group, which didn't really make for good good newspapers storytelling or anything like that. People can't gossip if they can't read it. And the other portion of it that became very handy was that the newspapers got a, a tax act in the 1850s, which allowed newspapers to become very, very cheap. This proved to be essential in providing news to the masses very quickly with almost zero cost to them. And this is how Jack the Ripper became a real notoriety. You didn't have a lot of news before this that majority of the public could actually read. Then all of a sudden, these people are actually able to start reading, actually be able to go through newspapers. What do you get almost right away? Jack the Ripper. Huge buzz story. Huge, great for selling newspapers. That is the reason why the newspapers especially played up the, uh, the story. Mm -hmm. So his motive to this day is unknown. His discovery to this very day is also unknown. Did you know a couple sources point towards a man named Aaron... Kosminski? I had heard that name. However, again, just like the others, they didn't have enough evidence truly to be able to tie down the person. Right. Again, the forensics in the 1880s is, does this clothing that maybe the victim ripped off match this person? Well, because mm -hmm. of his killing method, the prostitutes weren't able to even garner a chance to defend themselves at all. There was no ability to even get skin cells, somebody gets scratched, them to rip yeah. clothing off their their murderer. That was a lot of the reason why these murders went on for 
not being discovered is the lack of evidence available to the detectives at that time. Yeah, so Kazminski is a was a Polish barber that worked in that area. But they said the DNA of some seminal fluid on a victim's scarf closely matches one of his close living current relatives. But of course, this is also inconclusive due to various arguments. Such arguments include a lady of the night of that time wouldn't wear a scarf like that and other such arguments. Right. A lot of the evidence that we would go back to use in a cold case such as this that we use nowadays was preserved in a in an archive in England. However, in the 1940s and 1941 during the German Blitz, which bombed many of the cities, including England's London district, destroyed much of the historical records of famous killings and famous investigations such as Jack the Ripper. Therefore, much of the evidence that we would go back to use trying to get DNA, take that kidney, for example, and try to match it to one of the prostitutes that you could actually match the, maybe you can match the bone marrow or you can match a relative, try to use that kidney to actually provide information. It was destroyed during these bombings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so of course at the time when he was never found, authorities had officially closed the file in 1892. So of course that's four years after all these murders were happening in 1888. But you had a lot of crimes at this time that the police had to truly investigate and understand. Mm-hmm. They weren't just going to keep a, a case open because it was notoriety pressworthy. That area was very ridden with crime. It was the slums and in London. It was like New York in the 1920s, 30s, and 40s, and 50s with all the uh, mafia. Mm, yes. Anyway, we are going to leave it there for today. Angie, do you have anything to add? No, other than my sources were, of course, like wiki, rollingstone.com, puckermob.com, Britannica. And it's quite an interesting story. Is the case truly closed? People are still looking into it to this day. It's rather interesting how there's some people over 100 years later still. Well, it will always be a rather fascinating legacy that people will look to when they Think about famous murders. You're going to bring up Jack the Ripper. I've seen many shows where Jack the Ripper is depicted as a main character, character used as a form of legacy and understanding. But we will leave it there for you today. We have run over our time by quite a bit. This is a longer one. (laughs) This is going to be a longer one, but it is a Halloween special. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to sign off with telling you about the youtube channel devil and angie if you could please subscribe join us it is free we need 1000 subscribers to be able to come monetized we are very far from that mark however we also ask you to join us on twitch devil and angie which is all one word we will be starting to post vr content on there as well doing some side-by-side streams of various different shows talking about random topics just off-the-cuff stuff we might post it on youtube later on at a very cut down case i will also start streaming games such as apex legend and when games such as cyberpunk 2077 coming out i will be doing plenty of let's plays taking ideas from our fans on how to play the game methods of how to build our character but lastly we will be talking about patreon if you guys could join us on patreon 
you only want to follow us, that is perfectly fine. We also post all of the content on there for you to view. If you only want to see it from one platform, Patreon is also a way to go because I will make sure that all of our content is posted there along with Facebook. But we ask you to join us, help us, subscribe, follow, tweet at us. Well, that's a lie. We don't have a Twitter. <laughs> Hit like, subscribe, share with your family, share with your friends, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.